from CSG Studios high above the streets of beautiful Denver, Colorado, you're listening to the Colorado Sports Guys. They talk about sports and stuff. And now your hosts, Jeff Morton, Ross Martin, and Nate Timmons. What's up, everybody out there entangled in the interwebs? CSG Podcast is back. Ross, hipsters, glasses, Martin is out on assignment. We sent him to figure out where Mark Gasol wound up this evening. Not making his way all the way down here from Thornton is the king himself, Jeff Morton, because I didn't invite him. Morton also out on assignment. He's deep in the bowels of the Pepsi Center trying to figure out what's what down there. Where's Isaiah Thomas? Did anyone get traded? No one knows. Morton will. Morton will know soon. But no, Jeff isn't here with me. Solo podcast from Nate Timmons tonight. I was just driving home from work and I was like, I know two things about the trade deadline. I've been following it like a hawk for the last couple of days, like an Atlanta hawk. It's a bad joke. Sorry about that, Trey Young. All you guys out there in Atlanta. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so I've been following this trade deadline for the last two days. Leading into today, the actual deadline, the the time when bloggers are at their best, boy. You better get your fingers moving if you want to be a blogger on the trade deadline day. I worked uh, for SP Nation's news desk one trade deadline, and uh, it was fun. We were just supposed to like, boom, you get that tweet, throw it in there. You know, one paragraph, what happened, beep, 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 boop, beep, boop, and you're just beep, 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 but it was actually a pretty busy trade deadline. I don't even remember when that was or who got traded, but it was busy. It was fun. Had a blast. Looking forward to this one right now today. But anyway, as I was saying, I have been watching the deadline like a hawk, except for today. Today, I don't know what happened. I know two things. I saw text messages from Jeff Morton and from Andrew Feinstein and the esteemed Harrison Wind as well at BSN Denver, also at the BSN Podcast. Harrison, big shout-out to the Wind, the NBA Wind in my book. He'll always be the NBA Wind to me. Um, But anyhow, so I saw a couple of text messages, but I tried to avoid them. I didn't want to know what happened because I'd made it through the whole day. I wasn't trying to avoid it, but then once I saw Jeff texting, I was like, Shit, it's a trade deadline. I was been waiting for this all day, but I get busy at work. You know, your mind goes somewhere else. Uh, work, actually, is what it focuses on. So I see one text. I'll, I'll spoil a couple of things. I'll spoil what's been spoiled for me by my near and dear friend, the Mort Report himself. Mort was my woge today, except I ignored him as much as I could because I was like, nah, I'll just hold out. I don't know what happened. I'll go home. I'll do what I've been doing. I'll sit down at the computer. I'll pull up Adrian Wojnarowski's Twitter. I'll pull up Shams. I don't even want to try to butcher his last name. Shams Charina's Twitter as well. And I'll just read them. I'll just scroll back really fast. You know, kind of close your eyes. Scroll down until you see some of the tweets you saw yesterday. Slowly scroll back up. And then, boom, there you go. Uh, So the two that have been ruined for me, from Mr. Morton himself... Uh, was that the Nuggets didn't make any moves. I think that's true. I don't know. We'll find out for sure because I got Woj's pays up. Page up. He's the pipeline to the Nuggets. We all know this. So I got Woj up, ready to go. We'll find out if the Nuggets did anything. Jeff said no. I'm 99% sure 
nothing happened in between the time Jeff said no and the deadline. I'm sure he probably texted afterwards. Uh, and then I found out that I think I think this was Feinstein's text in this thread. Uh, Masai Ujiri may have gotten his hands on one Mark Gasol. I don't know the details. I don't know if that's actually happened or not. But damn it, we're about to unearth it for ourselves. But yeah, I just wanted to do a little NBA trade deadline, uh, uh, I guess a, like a live podcast as I'm reading Woj's page and Shams's page. It could be horrible and super boring, so you might want to turn it off now. But I'm just going to look and see what happened. That's all I know. The Nuggets apparently did not make a move and that Masai got his hands on Gasol. I'm assuming it's Mark and not Powell. I don't know if Powell is even playing this year. I believe he is still with the Spurs. He may not have played one he might not have played one game all year. I have no idea. <laughs> I do watch the Nuggets. Have not paid attention to Powell Gasol. Powell, if you're still playing, God bless you. You're the first guy I ever interviewed in the NBA. Appreciate you for that. And uh you know, retire already. We're sick of you. <laughs> Quite frankly. Um before we get into the actual deadline. I want to tell everybody, if you guys get a chance, if you like reporting, if you like the biggest reporters out there, I mean, I'm looking at Woj's, you know, Woj doesn't have the following that Adam Schefter has of the NFL. The NFL's a different beast, or at, at this point in time it is. I don't know how close the gap is getting between the fandom at this point. I know the NBA is obviously picking up in popularity. I know from HBO Real Sports that it's declining in America, the participation of the affluent kids is declining in football. But the whole point of this uh, this Adam Schefter is you have to watch this HBO Real Sports profile on Adam Schefter. It's incredible. It just gives you a look at his life. If you guys didn't know, he was with the Denver Post for 15 years. He covered the Broncos here in town. Uh, he got very close with Mike Shanahan, and it got to the point where if it was News about the Broncos, it was coming from Schefter. Uh, he vaulted that job at the Post, the NFL Network, and then on he went to become who he is now, which is a 24-7 big newsbreaker in the NFL. If it's, you know, he's the woes of the NFL, but bigger. <laughs> so if you want to know kind of how that works, look him up on uh, HBO Real Sports. They did a whole profile on him. The first half of the interview focused on how he gets, you know, how his day goes from morning to night all the craziness he has to do, and basically how ESPN owns him. <laughs> I mean, he's on call like 24-7. They set up a studio in his house. I mean, it's a, it's a great profile. Gives you some uh, great insight on him. And then the second half of it, you get to know his personal life, and that'll blow you away. It's like, whoa. And then you start thinking about guys like Schefter who are they're on call 24-7 if news breaks in the NFL. In the NFL, 53 men on a roster – it's basically you're around sport now, just like the NBA. You know, you're busy all the time. I guess they have a, a pretty big break there where they're not doing anything. Uh, but it's perhaps not year-round like the NBA. I may have jumped to conclusions. On my jump to conclusions, Matt. Shout out if anybody knows that joke. But yeah, check out the Adam Schefter profile. That thing was bomb. Um Maybe I'll rant a little bit after we go through some of this NBA news about other stuff. But for now, let's get into the deadline. I don't know what happened. Gasol might be a Raptor. Nuggets didn't do anything. That's all I know. Um, but yeah, here we go. I got Woj's page pulled up. Um, you know what's kind of weird is Woj even, his his name on Twitter is Woj ESPN. 
I guess he's adopted that nickname. It just seems funny to me that he'll like refer to himself as Woj. I don't know. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. Guy's a god. He's an NBA reporter. He was in Denver. I've, I think I've told this story on the podcast many times. But he was in Denver. I used to go to uh, Nuggets practices super early. Like if the shoot around happened at 1 o'clock, I'd be there at like probably 11.30. Morton would be there around the same time. If not, beat me there. Dempsey would always be there. And it was like, dude, that was the some of my favorite stuff about being a reporter was waiting for Nuggets practice while they're in there goofing around, running around. All the reporters are hanging out just talking about everything. <laughs> it's a It's a real blast. Um, that is the fun stuff about reporting right there. That's the good stuff. Uh, but Woj was in town. Yeah, so I go to Pepsi Center early one day. Elevator opens up to the practice court. I get off. Uh, there, You're in like a little kind of a hallway area outside the practice court. Um, small area. Jump off or get off the elevator. Look to my left. Josh Kroenke, Tim Conley, Adrian Wojnowski. I'm just like, whoa. I'm like, you're Asian Wojnowski. I was like, you're like the NBA, like, God reporter. You know? I don't know. Embarrassed myself in front of Woj, but he was very nice. Um, got to shake his hand, meet him, and then uh, was like, whoa, Woj is in town. This, this is weird. And then the Nuggets news came from Woj after that. <laughs> All of it. So that was crazy. But he is awesome. Let's see what he's been up to today. All right, well, here we go. All right, old trades that happened. Obviously, the Clippers and Sixers kind of kicked off the extravaganza on February the 6th with their trade of Tobias Harris from the Clippers to the Sixers. And uh, the trades of note here, obviously, Tobias Harris is an up-and-comer. I remember the Nuggets were interested in him when he was coming out of Tennessee, and at the time, he was compared a lot to Carmelo Anthony. And I think his career has gone in a lot different way than Anthony's, obviously. And Tobias Harris also got his body in, in pretty good shape, too. He's a he's a pretty killer player. He's only 26, too. Unreal. So he's about the same age, 26, that Danilo Gallinari and Wilson Chandler were when they came to the Nuggets. I mean, somewhere in that ballpark. Maybe they're a little bit younger than that. Sorry, guys. But anyway, Harris still has, I mean, when Chandler and Gallo came to Denver, they still had real good years in front of him. Obviously, Harris does, too. He's only 26. I mean, you know, you look at the ages now, guys may not even, you know, you can extend your prime into 32, 33, 34, maybe. You know, it's nuts. If you're LeBron, who knows how old. Uh, but Harris, yeah, that's interesting. I like him. I like him going to the Sixers. And then Wilson Chandler, big trade piece there. He's going to the Clipper. He's going to the Clippers where he, again, will be teammates with Danilo Gallinari. Together with the Knicks, together with the Nuggets, together again in L.A. They've gone from New York to L.A. together. That's magic right there. Hopefully some of the reporters get on that story and ask those guys some stuff. Because what if Chandler's pissed? He's like, I'm sick of this guy, man. <laughs> They're really good friends, actually. So it's that's kind of funny. All right. So that was the big one there. Obviously, they sent a bunch of stuff over here, over there, whatever. Sixers got big four now. Okay, we see it. There we go. Pistons finalizing trade. Stanley Johnson for Thon Maker. Uh, Stanley Johnson, fun story on him. He was in Denver for a pre-draft workout that I was uh, lucky to be at. And he, um, very confident. He was huge. Like, I thought he was like a football player. I'm like, this dude is like a thick man. 
like he's going to be able to bully people all over the place. And at the time, you know, he was like, he was kept telling us in the pre-drafts, uh, none of these other agents will let their guys work out against me. I keep telling teams, like, just put me on the floor, you know. You can run me in drills. I'm not going to be that great, but just put me out there and I can play. And it's like, well, he'll get another shot to hopefully prove that with Milwaukee. That's a great situation, though. Uh, Boone Holzer is a coach. Great system. Great coach. Very smart guy. Very smart team. Very bright future. Stanley Johnson, if he's ever going to make it, that's your shot, buddy. You know, go get him Will Barton style. Thon Maker, I did read that Giannis was heartbroken about that trade. That was his boy, his buddy. He's gone. <laughs> Life happens in the NBA. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll see if Thon can do the same thing, right? See if he's if any more playing time leads to production or not. Whatever. Probably not an earth-shattering deal, but Stanley Johnson from Milwaukee could be huge if he gets his stuff together. All right, there we go, Maker Johnson. I still change the scenery for the two lotto picks. Johnson can find a role on a contending team. Okay, Woj, thank you very much. All right, here we go. Updated story on 30 teams. Oh, we're getting closer to the actual deadline stuff. Pelicans still haven't responded to the Lakers. Lakers are kind of like that uh, person you're dating that just keeps bothering you and pestering you till finally you just ignore them. You're like, look, I've tried everything. I've told you no three or four times. You don't want to hear it. Fine. I'm just going to have to ignore you now, and you got to deal with it. So Pelicans, Lakers still haven't responded. Tyler Johnson going to Phoenix from Miami. That happened on the 6th as well. Tyler Johnson, the guy that me and Morton were uh, – Certain was going to be a real good player. I don't know if injuries took her toll on him or what happened, but he never really progressed, and he got a fat contract because I think the Nets tried to steal him away a couple of seasons ago as a restricted free agent. Miami's acquiring Ryan Anderson. Cool, so whatever. Um, Bartlestein's working with the Suns to wave Wayne Ellington, allow him to go miss three-pointers or sit on the bench for a playoff contender. Um, some of that might be made up. Ellington is arriving with Tyler Johnson from Miami in a trade for Ryan Anderson. Cool. And there's a picture of Zach Lowe, who looks like a real-life Muppet to me. I've always thought that. As the Knicks run out of time to find a trade for center Enos Cantor, whatever. Yeah, who's going to trade for Enos Cantor? <laughs> People nuts. <laughs> Enos Cantor's camp's like, look, man, there's a lot of teams that want you, all right? There's a lot of teams out there that would be dying to have you. And Carmelo was like, that's what my agent told me too, dude. That's what my agent told me too. That's uh dig it, Carmelo, for my boy, Andrew Feinstein. You'd appreciate that. So I listened to uh, another awesome podcast recently. Adam Mares had Andrew Feinstein on the Locked On Nuggets podcast. Like, obviously, I can't pick, I can't, I can't choose sides between Harrison and Mares. I love them both. They both have killer podcasts. So I'll say Adam has one of the top two podcasts for the Nuggets in Colorado along with Harrison Wind. I know there's a ton of Nuggets podcasts out there um, as well, but I only have so much time on my hands, and I love those guys. But I will listen to more Nuggets podcasts. Washington has become aggressive in talks to move forward Otto Porter. No, you'll take Otto Porter. No, you shall have him. Like aggressive like that or like more business savvy perhaps? I don't know. 
Where's he going? Where are you going, Otto? This also happened yesterday. I already read about this. Chicago's deal to acquire Washington's Otto Porter for Bobby Portis and Jabari Parker includes a fuck a second rounder. Um, Bobby Portis. Mares was very high on him at Summer League one year. Like, thought he was going to be pretty good. I don't know how good. Probably just decent, but... I don't know, is Portis, has he done much with the Bulls so far? I mean, he's been okay, right? He's not He's not killer, though. Is this change of scenery going to help him? Jabari Parker, I mean, Jabari Parker is um, like the late version of Carmelo without the successful year so far. <laughs> we do forget, man, Melo was incredible when he was a young buck for the Nuggets. Like his first few years, he was his first step was so fast. He had that fadeaway shot, you know, his jab step that him and, you know, when Charles Barkley played for the Rockets, used to love to do as well. Um, Melo's jab step was so good, and he was so fast, he could get guy by guys quickly. Still wasn't a very big-time above-the-rim player, but Jabari Parker, he just needs, like, bionic lower legs, and he'll be okay. Like, just bionic legs, period, for Jabari, and he'd be killer. Portis, Otto Porter to the Bulls. That sucks for Otto Porter. Like, he needs to be on a good team as, like, a fourth and fifth guy, you know? Um, he's, like, the supercharged version of Torrey Craig. Like, absolutely supercharged. Uh, I like Torrey Craig. I don't watch, like, you know, I haven't seen every minute of the Nuggets this year, so I know some people would be like, Torrey Craig? That's the guy everybody says needs to be out of starting lineup as of yesterday. I understand all that, but at the same time, Corey Craig Torrey Craig is in the NBA. He is a good player. Um, and I always seem to catch him when he's doing pretty well, when he's shooting well and, you know, hitting layups. I'm like, I don't see what the big deal is because <laughs> I don't watch enough. So there you go on that. But I watch the important stuff. Always at least the fourth quarter or at least the last five minutes. <laughs> Otto Porter, you're gone. You're not coming to Denver. Houston, Cleveland, and Sacramento completing a three-way deal that will send Iman Shumpert to the Rockets. Whoa, Shumpert. I remember him coming out of Georgia Tech. Such promise. Now he's a veteran that can scrape together some grittiness for the Rockets. I don't like the Rockets loading up with guys. I don't like that at all. But I did like watching the Nuggets and the Rockets that L on the way out. Um, one of the best quotes of all time, by the way, by Michael Malone, who's become a total, total G. Cleveland will send Alec Burks to the Kings. Rockets send Brandon Knight, Marquise Chris, and a protected first to the Cavaliers. Marquise Chris is like, trust me, guys, I am the next Chauncey Billups. I will be on 12 different teams, and I will start to become very successful at stop number nine. Yeah, we'll see about that. We shall see about that. Cleveland will send Stoskis and Wade Baldwin to the Rockets. Kalen Dermo, my boy, he loved him some Wade Baldwin coming into the league, I think. I could be wrong on that, but I think I remember that. Cavaliers acquired those two in Sunday's trade with Portland, sent Rodney Hood to the Blazers. I did not like Rodney Hood going to the Blazers. Every time I watch Utah, Rodney Hood would always sink a bunch of shots, and I'm like, how is this guy doing this? And now he's with the Blazers, and the Blazers can be dangerous to the Nuggets. In certain ways. Dill Demps has had no communication today with the Lakers. Leave me alone, Los Angeles. 
Prism, Magic Johnson on LA's most recent trade offer for AD. Who cares? There's Shumpert and a Kings jersey? What is that? Twins with the Kings. Okay, they don't have a new jersey picture up. Kings are trading Justin Jackson and Zach Randolph to the Mavericks for Harrison Barnes. It's a pretty good deal there for the old uh, Kings. They get their bigger scoring forward in Barnes. Still a pretty young player. We know what he is now. He can score the basketball. He can give you some hustle and bustle. Justin Jackson and Zach Randolph. <laughs> Zach Randolph. I can't believe he's still even in the league. What are the Mavericks going to do? Just wave him probably? Kings want to make a long-term play to keep Barnes, who has a player option on his $25 million deal for 2019-2020. That's so much money for one season of basketball. That is awesome. There's no way that I would opt out of that. There's no way. $25 million? Are you kidding me? Dallas is expected to discuss forward Zach Randolph's future with him. All right, Zach, here's what's going to happen. You're going to put a lot of money into a restaurant that uh, one of your friends is going to talk you into. You're going to lose a lot of that money. You're going to have to go play in the three-on-three -three tournament. Oh, his future with the Mavericks. Oh, okay. Not his future. <laughs> Come on, Woj. Watch out your word and things, buddy. Of course, I was making a joke about athletes going broke because of that broke documentary. Oh, da da da. Lakers are interested, but Trevor Ariza and Washington Wizards will remain in each other's future plans. Uh, what? Why would you want to stay there? He's like, look, dude, I'm at the end of my career. I like living in D.C. Leave me alone. Okay? There are still gaps needed to be bridged in Mark Gasol's Mark Gasol? <laughs> in Mark Gasol discussions between Memphis and Charlotte. See, I did not like this idea at all of seeing Mark Gasol... Um, who, I don't know, maybe he may or may not be, like, looking into the future with uh, with Nikola Jokic, you know? Like, I don't know. What's the window for Gasol? He is 33, you know, he's been, you know, I don't know. How's he going to do here? Is he, is he done? Has he still got a lot left? Oh, boy, it's a short window in the NBA. Use him while you got him. Mark Gasol. Yeah, I just didn't like him going to Charlotte. You know, he's still... If he still has anything left, I know it's a maybe it's a play to try to get him to team up with Kemba, and it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, that, it's just, I feel like he'd be going there to die. You know, it's like, go to a contender. Like, if this Toronto thing was true, we'll find out here shortly. Nearly three hours away from the NBA's trade deadline, and the Lakers' Pelican talks on Anthony Davis are dormant league sources tell ESPN. No communication, no expectation. Okay, okay. Sources with Zach Lowe, Nikola Meritage to Milwaukee. Oh, Shazam! Shazam! Is that from The Simpsons? Pile Shazam! <laughs> oh my gosh, that was like a play on that uh, old comic, Beetle and Bailey or whatever. Pile Shazam! <laughs> oh, jeez. Miritic to Milwaukee. That's good, dude. Miritic looked like a straight-up all-star with the Pelicans. He looked good. I mean, he really resurrected his career there and got his reputation as a shooter back because that was basically lost with the Bulls. 
Bucks will send Jason Smith, the George Carl favorite, who played his college basketball at CSU. Bucks will send Jason Smith and Stanley Johnson to Pelicans for Miritich, per source. Uh, wait, what? Uh, what happened to Stanley Johnson being traded already for somebody else? Oh boy, I get my wires crossed here, fellas. Maybe they just added to the trade, huh? Like, hey, let's make it a, uh, gonna get a number two. You want to do the combo meal with that? Yeah, go ahead. Throw in Stanley Johnson and Jason Smith. Why not? But, uh, George Carl loved Jason Smith. Loved him. Wanted him as a, as a Denver Nugget. Toughness off the bench. I'm a big man that can shoot. New Orleans Milwaukee trade will include Pistons and send multiple second road picks. What are second road picks, Woj? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Who's fact checking this stuff? Send multiple second road picks to the Pelicans for Miritich. Road picks. <laughs> Houston is trading Staskis and Wade Baldwin. Did I like rewind this somehow? He already announced all this, didn't he? This is disappointing. Houston is trading Staskis and Wade Baldwin to the Pacers. What the heck? I feel like I... Wasn't this a different team a while ago? Houston is trading Staskis and Wade Baldwin to the Pacers. I'm confused. Where did they come from? <laughs> Houston will send the Pacers cash and a second-round pick and deal for Staskis and Baldwin. Didn't they just already get traded? Is this going to... People are probably yelling at me. Feel like that uh, Stoskis Baldwin, if they're just being moved on in separate deals and from a separate trade, who knows? Whatever. It's not like it's going to matter. Those dudes are not winning anyone anything. Miritich made a major impact on the Pelicans' push to the Western Conference semifinals upon arriving in New Orleans prior to last year's trade deadline. Now, Bucks, the East's best team. Get even better. The East best team. Yeah, maybe. We'll see what the Raptors have to say about that. And they don't have to give up a first-round pick. Dude, that's huge. That's a good trade. They're going for it. You you have to in the NBA. I mean, everybody always says, like, you don't want to build this team right now because you got the Warriors and blah, blah, blah. Look, you never know what's going to happen. And if you're close, you got to go for it. Look back at the Nuggets history for prime examples. When the Nuggets beat the crap out of Chris Paul, Tyson Chandler, and David West as the Hornets of New Orleans, that was the best. That was like the the, the year before they'd beaten, they won the first round. I think they lost in the second round to the Spurs in a tight series. And everybody's like, here they are, man, this young team. Here they come. They're the wave of the future. Boom, they've arrived. They're here. Next season, Nuggets, sweep them. See ya. Get out. We're moving on. You're going home. Nene had his way with David West in that series and Tyson Chandler. Chandler did have a major uh, ankle injury. I think he rolled his ankle severely or something. was trying to play on it. He couldn't play. <laughs> he couldn't play at all. Nuggets housed him. Just like uh, the Nuggets when they lost Gallo and they lost Fareed to that freaking sprained ankle too that hobbled him the whole series against the Warriors. Nuggets were full strength. Could have been a different series. Maybe not. I don't know. I could be an idiot and a homer. Who knows? Definitely true. Who knows? All right. Here we go, Lee Schneikes. I just saw it. All right. Memphis has traded Garrett Temple 
And Jamichael Green, uh, Matt Moore, I believe, loves Jamichael Green. Could be wrong. Or at least knew who he was. I don't know. Whatever. He knows everybody, actually. Memphis has traded Garrett Temple and Jamichael Green to the Clippers for Avery Bradley. Memphis has traded him to the Clippers for Avery Bradley. Clippers are trying to get off a of Bradley salary, huh? This has been that bad. Interesting. Jamichael Green, I don't know. Maybe he's helpful. Maybe not. I don't know. Clippers are going for something there. Here we go. Toronto is nearing an agreement to land Marcus Solik. Sources tell ESPN. Holy crap, man. This was eight hours ago. Woo. Memphis is finalizing the trade to send center Marcus Salt to Toronto. Details soon. Thank you, Woj. Whoa. Toronto is planning to send Jonas Valanciunas. Crazy. Uh, he is friendly with the Nuggets front office guys. Is uh, well, I think one fellow countryman and one uh, just fellow European. Uh, but Valanciunas would often be seen with the Nuggets front office at Summer League, hanging out, chilling, talking shop. Toronto is planning to send Valanchunas, DeLon Wright. Wow. CJ Millies? Is that CJ Miles? And a 2014 second round pick to the Grizzlies for Gasol. Man, that's a pretty uh It's a pretty shitty haul for Mark Gasol, I think, initial reaction. Valanchunas is nice, but it's not like he's way, way younger than Gasol, I don't think. How old is Valen, old Valanchunas? DeLon Wright's not a bad player, but he's not, like, good. He's not great. Um, I don't know who C-J-M-I-L-L-E-S is. If it meant C-J Miles or if that's somebody that I'm just too stupid to know. I don't know. And the 2014 second-round pick? How do you not get a first-round pick from Marcus Gasol? There's got to be some more coming on that. Raptors Grizzlies are getting on a trade call with the league for Gasol deal. Dang. That's wild. You holding two basketballs there, Mark? Yep. Well, you need three of them in Toronto, buddy. Trust me on that one. It gets cold up there. I can't believe he's going to Toronto, man. Good for Masai. Go for it, bro. Yes. With Gasol. Is he an upgrade over Valanchunas? Hell yeah. They just landed like you know, one of the smartest centers in the league. You know, right in there. One of the smartest players in the league, too. That's a great trade. Way, way, that's a big upgrade over old uh, Valanchunas, in my opinion. Even at Gasol's age. He's killer still, man. He's killer. Wow. Man, that Eastern Conference, if it goes Raptors-Bucks, uh, that'd, be, that'd be a hell of a series, I think. Clippers are trading Mike Muscala. Mike Muscala worked out for the Nuggets uh, as a rookie coming into the league. Big Fast and Furious fan. We talked about Fast and Furious for a solid two to three minutes. Clippers are trading Muscala to the Lakers for Michael Beasley and Zubak. Ivaka Zubak? Zubak's pretty good, man. I, I actually uh, I like him. Trading Muscala to the Lakers for Beasley. That's a good. I like that for the Clippers getting Zubak back. He can actually play, man. I'd play him. Um, Beasley wouldn't be surprised if the Clippers waived him or played him 40 minutes a night if they're just going for that number one pick. I don't know. It's crazy. All right. The Kings have traded Scalabassier to the Blazers for Caleb Swanigan. Swanigan? Swanigan? 
Samsonite Swanson? <laughs> well, um, wow. Scout Labassier kind of had that little cup of coffee as a starter. Was it last year, the year before, and torched the Nuggets a couple of times? Was a real thorn in their side. I thought maybe he would get a bigger shot with the Kings, but they probably moved on with uh, old Harry Giles and such. That's crazy. Here we go. The Clippers deal. The deal opens a roster spot and gives the Lakers a chance to sign a player in the buyout market. <laughs> Lakers. Muscala gives the Lakers some shooting, too. <laughs> That's a nice little tidbit there, Woji boy. We got the Lakers plan to evaluate the full buyout market once it takes shape. And guess what, guys? Anthony Davis is going to be there, okay? Okay. But Carmelo Anthony is expected to be among the considerations, too. Hmm. All right. Yeah, sure. Anthony's agent's like, whoa, please, dude. Please just tweet this. Please just tweet it. LeBron's like, yeah, come on, guys. Go ahead. That'd be crazy, though, if Anthony signs with the Lakers. May as well, dude. Go score some points. Try to make the playoffs. That'd be crazy. Oh, I'd like to see a Nuggets-Lakers series if that happened. <laughs> oh, Mello. The Grizzlies have traded guard Shelvin Mack to the Hawks. League sources tell yes. PN. Shelvin Mack to the Hawks. Who cares? The Grizzlies are keeping Mike Conley. League sources tell SPN. Memphis discussed deals with multiple teams, but ultimately decided to hold on to their franchise point guard. Conley's going... Like, please. Orlando is trading for Markel Fultz. Really? He's going to make a lot of money. Like, his rookie deal, they are talking about on the podcast, it's pretty fat. Magic are sending Jonathan Simmons a first round and a second round pick to the Sixers? Holy cow. That's crazy. That's got to be heavy protections on that first. From Zach Lowe. Sixers initially got that protected 2020 first-round pick from OKC in the Jeremy Grant deal. Now getting it back from Orlando here. Initially got that protected 2020. Uh, okay. Hmm, interesting. Orlando Magic president Jeff Weltman and GM John Hammond Consider the Fultz acquisition as a low-risk, high-reward proposition. Magic will proceed with his arrival as a long-term project, and like chances with Steve Clifford and his staff getting to work with the former number one pick. Can't argue with any of that. Uh, Orlando is decades away from anything relevant still, so they may as well just you know, say, shit, let's just throw caution to the wind here, boys. Let's just throw uh, something up in the air and see how it lands. Yeah, I mean, if he comes around, cool. They got Clifford, like they said. They got they got a staff down there. Pressure's off. You're in Orlando. Nobody gives a shit about them. Good to go. All right, here we go. Reporting with Ian Beagley. The Knicks and center Enos Cantor are working on a separation that could be completed as soon as today. Damn, who's going to get custody of them kids? That's sad, man. Separations are tough. Oh, uh, where would he go? Trade deadline passes in Boston. We'll get its chance. To trade for Anthony Davis. One factor in the Grizzlies not trading Mike Conley. They value him as a mentor for Jared Jackson. Whatever, dude. A mentor for Jared Jackson. He's like, dude, bring in Jamal or Jameer freaking Nelson for that. Get me out of here. Jamal. I don't know who I was going to say there. Detroit will be among the aggressive trying to sign guard Wade Ellington. Oh, sweet. 
The Bulls and Robin Lopez are expected to engage soon in talks about a possible contract buyout. League sources tell Malika Andrews and me. How about Malika Andrews? Interns in Denver for a summer and... She's kicking butt, man. Kicking some major butt. She, I think, did Marez's podcast. I think that was a really good one, if I remember correctly. After considering the possibility of shutting down All-Star NBA center Anthony Davis, the New Orleans Pelicans plan to allow Davis back into the lineup for the rest of the season. Yeah, I'd be like, maybe sit out. Despite Pelican's concerns about his prized asset possibly getting injured and losing value on the trade market, league office had concerns about Pels forcing the healthy star to sit out the rest of the season. Still, Pels decided they wanted him back on the floor, which Davis wanted too. What do the fans do there? Just boo the shit out of him the rest of the season until he just quits playing? That's probably what I would do. I mean, that's that's going to happen. Kings are planning to sign Corey Brewer to a 10-day contract. Brewer, man. 10 days all over the place. Man, that's the trade deadline? That's it? That's all that happened? We saw Markeith Morris to the Pelicans. That was a weird one, right? Um, What do you have, Shams? Let's see what Shams. You got anything different, Shams? Shammy Shammies? He'll usually have... Woj will have your big stuff, and Shams might have a few really small deals that Woj you know, couldn't be bothered to type out on his computer. I'm sure he was texted about him. He's like, what? No, dude. I, I don't. <laughs> this guy thinks I'm going to answer to that? No, dude. Houston is trading James Enos to Philadelphia. Uh, Rockets traded. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Clippers are. Clippers are waving center Marcin Gortat? What happened there? <laughs> He's probably been hurt all year or something. That's kind of crazy, isn't it? Just waving him? Does Gortat have any value? Is he hurt? You guys can laugh about that one amongst yourselves. Markel Fultz, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wesley Matthews will agree to a contract buyout with the New York Knicks, and the Indiana Pacers are front runners to sign Matthews. Hmm, that's cool. I think Wes Matthews. I'm thinking he played college ball at Marquette, if I'm not mistaken. I might be mistaken on that. I don't remember. New Orleans confirms it kept Anthony off the deadline. Okay, all right. Hawks are waving former Celtic draft pick Jabari Bird. Okay. Toronto is trading Greg Monroe in a second-round pick to Brooklyn. Greg Monroe's like, please, guys. Please, I'm sick of living out of a suitcase. That guy's been everywhere the last few years. Wes Matthews will be released by the Knicks today and plans to sign with the Pacers. Watch Stadium? What's his watch stadium like? You gotta get rid of that. That is weird. The New York Knicks will release center Enos Canner as early as today. The Dallas Mavericks will wave 18-year veteran Zach Randolph. The Pelicans are releasing forward Markeith Morris, who is currently dealing with an injury. Jesus. Markeith Morris is just a free agent? <laughs> That's nuts. That's the trade deadline right there. That's insane. Some pretty good stuff on that bad boy. Gasol to the Raptors. That's humongous. Um, that's that's a big trade. I think Miritich getting traded as well. I think that's a big deal. Um, that's a good get. That was a really good get. That's nuts. I don't know if anything's earth shattering. Nobody in the West really did much, right? Like, yeah. I mean, the Warriors obviously they didn't need to do anything. The Rockets they didn't do anything like earth shattering. Um, OKC okay, they didn't. I mean. 
Blazers added a couple of pieces, not much. The Jazz were unable to, I'm sure, the, I think the Jazz were rumored maybe to be after Miritich or maybe a, a host of other guys that could have fit that roster. Um, it's kind of surprising. I'm surprised um, the West didn't get much, much, much stronger. Yeah, Warriors, Nuggets, Thunder, Blazers, Tinkered, Rockets, Tinker, Spurs, you know, Jazz, uh, Clippers are like eight seeds. See ya. (laughs) Shout out below the belt podcast on that one. Um, Wow. Yeah, Clippers, I don't know, addition by subtraction, might they still be able to be a playoff contending team? Do they want to be? It seems like they're waving the white flag, but I don't know. We'll see what happens to them. The Kings, they got better with Harrison Barnes, I think. Um, that should help them, I would I would venture to guess. The Lakers tinkering a little bit, trying to be buyers on the buyout market. Mavericks, Mavericks, uh, I guess they're not going to play the old uh, zinger, so whatever. Timberwolves, whatever. Pelicans, bye. Grizzlies, bye-bye Gasol and Suns. They're just going to chill and try to get that first pick, huh? That's cool. So, yeah, I don't know. The West will be kind of how it is now. We'll see what happens. Um, Yeah, I think that, that deal, though, the Eastern Conference is going to be it's going to be pretty nutty. We got that race. Bucks, Raptors will be intense. Pacers probably fall off now that uh, dude's injured. Um, gosh, yeah, I'm looking at him right in my head. Oladipo, golly. Celtics, you know, they didn't get any crazy. Sixers moved off of Fultz, clear up some of that salary cap space they're going to need to bring back Tobias Harris and Yimmy Butler. Uh, the Nets, whatever, they might make the playoffs. Hornets tried to make that push for Kemba with Gasol, didn't work. Um, really surprised that the Raptors didn't give up any, like, they didn't give up much, man. That's, that's a good deal. The Heat, whatever, Pistons, whatever, they're going to try to go for it. Magic, yikes, Wizards, yuck, Hawks, Bulls, Cavs, Knicks, done. Huh, insane. NBA season getting a little nutty. Yeah, we'll see, man. You want to always say the second half of the season after the deadline, whatever, there's not that many games left. It's It's not half, that's for sure. So... Just a little over, right? Not a ton, but a little. You're going to have 30-some-odd games left, whatever the case. Nuggets right there in the second seed right now. Would they be able to make a run at the Warriors and get that top seed? Uh, The way that Denver lost the last couple of games, it's like, oh, boy, they're going to have to dig deep after the All-Star break because you start piling up losses. All of a sudden, you go from being kind of a darling story as a one or two seed Falling down, you don't want to fall down to like the four, five, six, seven. You know, you don't want to go in that five, six. You have home court advantage. Keep it, maintain it. Take the all star break when it comes, and you know, recharge your batteries. Focus on whatever you need to do. Blow off some steam. Come back and get after it. You know, realize this isn't going to be given to us. We got to go get this. Whatever we're going to do, we're going to do because it's all about our effort. You know. All that. Watch Al Pacino 
on any given Sunday, you know, Michael Malone just put that on the loop every every couple of days, let it play, let it flow throughout the locker room. It's a game of inches. We are going to either come together as a unit or we're going to die as individuals. Right. Uh, classic, classic one, but um, yeah. I'm going to get back and uh, watch myself some television. We'll see what's on this evening. What have you guys been watching? Anything entertaining? Anything fun? Let me know. Because there's a lot of good stuff out there TV-wise. I've been considering watching the Ted Bundy tapes. Or, yeah, watching the Ted Bundy tapes. Watch tapes. Seems funny. Um, I'm going to check and see if i got any datelines on tonight. I don't know what's going on. Got to figure out if uh, people still uh, offing each other record numbers. Uh, never Nuggets standing pat, man. Whatever. Let's go get it. I'm interested to see what they're going to do, um, you know, with some guys this offseason. Obviously, they got to try to figure out what's up with Trey Lyles. Do they want to keep trying to invest in him? Do they want to move off of him? What's up with Wancho? You know, you got uh, you got some questions to be answered after the season's over. But for now, we still get to be excited and wonder of what may happen the rest of the way. Um, but by far, one of the most entertaining seasons of all time for the Denver Nuggets, if not one of the greatest seasons I've ever witnessed from the Denver Nuggets. One of my favorite seasons watching this team that I have come to love since I was a wee, wee lot. So everybody out there, enjoy the rest of your evening, your morning, your afternoon, whatever it may be. Thank you for listening, and we will see you out there. In the interwebs. CSG Podcast. We're out.